The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. I'm just saying, I can do the full song Rap God, Eminem. I know. I don't believe you. In speed. I don't believe it. Don't yeah. believe it. Well, you'll see. You'll have to you'll have to wait and see. Okay. You got a little preview before we went live here. And he failed, so yeah. that's why I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Dirty Mo Live. Andrew Curlin here, Travis Rockhold, Alex Tim. Oh, I got video. I took a video of that too, by the way, so we can. Wait, you took a video of me doing rap? God, oh boy, uh, <laughs> that didn't go well. Um, welcome. What's what's today? Today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Dirty Mo Live. Um, we've we've got we got a hey hey are you guys paying attention or am I just the the one talking here? I keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Um, we got a lot to talk about. It was an eventful week at Pocono. Oh, a lot. A lot happened, and we we covered them on all the podcasts. Hey, heck, your driver Denny Hamlin came home in victory lane. Got the W fifty number fifty of his career six hundred for Toyota. Second of the season, seventh at Pocono for him. Is is the shirt that Jared wore? Is that like a one off? It is a. It is a. You can't buy that one, anywhere. Uh, the half Larson, half Denny Hamlin shirt. That shirt was made Monday morning at like nine thirty, ten a.m. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's custom. Yeah, he took a, ha- a Kyle Larson shirt, cut it in half. Took a Denny Hamlin shirt that was made with the fifty for the victory, cut that in half, sewed it together. Boom, bang. Sure. He got it done. Got the victory, though. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, at least it was a clean victory for him. You know, is that a so? <laughs> there wasn't a scratch on his car. <laughs> I know. I know. We, we, we have, we, all three of us actually had the debate through the office this week. Do you still believe there was no contact? So, was how, made? how I have explained this is if this was football with instant replay, if the call on the field, on the track, was no contact and they went to review it. There's not enough evidence for them to overturn it. Had it been the other way, it would have stayed the call. I don't buy that one bit. They might have gotten really close, but... I'm Looking at a replay, it's, I mean, Tim, so you think... We talked about this. Do I think... Yeah, but my original reasoning was the air, uh, is like hood flap came up. Yeah. And I kind of backed and that's off not, that that's because true, I think it has more to do with how close they were... I, I don't know if they touched or not. It's really close. Like if you if you didn't touch, that's as close as you can get without touching. But I still think he ran up the track and into the wall. So that, that's basically doing that. One thing I saw was interesting was Martin Truex Jr. said post race. What was that for? Mm-hmm. You just throw away the show sheet. Yeah. Dang, you're flying blind. Yep. All right. Well, I'm gonna ask you to read off the. The, but the go, back to, go back to Truex. Battle, uh, in a second, because that's on this handy sheet here. Uh, Truex said something about that move being dirty, which I thought was interesting. I'd, He's like, the difference between me not winning the race and Denny winning was that he drove Larson up the track, and you almost call that dirty. Now, I'm not quoting him directly, but that's kind of the essence of what he said. And see, that's where I don't... If you want to argue that you're mad because you think that they touch and Denny should say that, that that happened, that's your thing. That's fine. But I don't see how that move was dirty, though. I mean, he drove through the entire track. You think he was dirty? Kyle, no. I don't think. I don't know. I think it was he stock did it car, last year. I think year, it was stock so. car racing. With, with, with me saying that, I don't think it was a dirty move. No. I, I, like, you're racing for the win. Like, that's what you got to do. I mean, there was seven laps to go, but yeah, that's probably the win if they don't wreck. If he doesn't pass Kyle Larson, then nobody does. Yeah, he definitely did whatever it takes. I actually think at whatever also, Kansas, he actually wrecked. Like, that was more dirty than... Uh, no, because Larson hit the wall in his own there, if I recall. But this one, 
didn't even admit. He goes, I thought I was going to get second. Kyle made a mistake and opened up that door. And then, yes, Denny got aggressive. But when that mistake's happened and you've you fit, your 50th win is right there, I say go for it. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's almost like instead of like, uh, what is it, uh, you know, seek forgiveness instead of permission, just do it and then figure out afterwards oh, how to get past it. Later. Yeah. yeah. So Larson and Danny had a lot of encounters on the racetrack at Pocono, one of which I know you've been vocal about was Larson running into Danny. There was contact under caution. After we you get, can say that, right? At, when uh, That was when Preeson – no, that was – I forget who it was. doesn't matter. But were you surprised that there was no penalties that came out of that? At first I thought there might be. I was like there wasn't a whole lot there, but I was shocked at how – little dialogue and conversation there's been about i mean larson went up and hit him under yellow and there wasn't any sort of is that not race manipulation no i'm glad about that didn't happen i don't think it should have been fine a penalty but, but no penalty i don't yeah. think a penalty but I, I just it's like everyone forgot about that so i think we forgot about it because ultimately denny won the race and it was like no harm no foul larson if it, if if Larson damaged Denny's car or did something that hindered the 11 from the next restart in an under-caution situation, I feel like we would be talking about this more and there would probably be penalties that laid out. But since Denny won the race and it didn't hurt the 11, clearly didn't hurt the 11 because he ended up getting the checkered flag, I think that's why we're not really talking about it as much. That's fair, but I'm just shocked that, like... NASCAR doesn't want to see that happen. I think he did just enough that they're happy with. It created enough excitement. It didn't yeah, damage it anybody's be. car. If he pushed him, you know, five more feet into the wall or if he spins him out, then we're talking something different. That's but true. I think he did just enough. I will say NASCAR has to be they had to leave Sunday going, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, think about you had a helmet throw, you had the drama with Kyle and, and Denny. You had Priest and LaJoy. You had Bowman upset. Like, th- I mean, it's been a great couple weeks for NASCAR. Joey Logano, too. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, that probably might be the most <laughs> underrated thing of it all. Maybe the best Pocono race I ever. think so. Like, I would had everything. I, I'm trying to think of a better Pocono race. We've had great finishes, right? Yeah. We've had... Uh, I think it was wasn't it last year? Well, or two no, last years year you ago? had the, you had two your first and second DQ'd. That's right. Denny won. When did we have the double header day where Bowman won? That was twenty one, right? And yeah. and l- he passed Larson in the last lap. He got Rick Allen. Larson got Rick Allen. Yeah, but th- what that race was kind of a snooze fest. Until Leading up moment. to it, exactly. This race, I don't know if you... I, Had stuff throughout. Yeah, the strategy was so fascinating to me. And yeah. the broadcast made it so much like more interesting the way they covered it, too. And that's what kind of made the whole race exciting. I mean, heck, even Larson did almost like a spin to out. almost win yeah. in that. I, I, I saw Larson spun. I'm like, oh, there goes his day. Well, think about the top three, Larson, Denny, and Truex on that restart, all run different strategies. Like, so it was, everything could, you know, it wasn't just, like, the same thing. They all did it, and everyone had different strategies, and they were up there, and it made it entertaining. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, then all of a sudden, Reddick, after a few restarts, and he had fresh tires, he gets second. Yeah. The only, uh, the the one other memorable Pocono finish that I can think of, and Travis, this was maybe before you started watching the sport, 
but it was when like the top three drivers ran out of fuel in like the last like three laps. You remember that, Tim's? When was this? I think Matt Kenseth ended up winning the race, but this was yeah. years and years ago. It was when Matt Kenseth won in the twenty car. Um, it was like the last good fuel mileage race I think I remember. And then we went to stages, and that kind of killed any fuel mileage racing that we had. Yeah. But again, I don't think that tops this past weekend's Pocono race because in order to have a fuel mileage race, you need to go long green flag runs. Yeah, I well, think we, we had a fuel. I forget who after one of the stages was worried that they may not make it. Was it Kyle Larson? I think it might have been Larson. After I think stage it was Larson. Two. Yeah, because he was because again, like you said, they were on a different strategy. And uh, I think Cliff Daniels was trying to make it to the end of stage two to kind of get them somewhat back on sequence. Yeah. yeah. So you did have a little fuel in the middle of the race. Yeah. yeah. At a track where you can get kind of strung out like a Pocono, you need a little bit of that. Like you, ha- even the Xfinity race on Saturday had like, I think Riley Hurst was trying to make it the whole way. Like he was a lap short or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Some guys were like 10 mm-hmm. laps short, so they were just banging for a caution and then other guys could make it. It was like, there's so much going on right now. It, it, it creates your, in your head. It's like, there's a lot going on, even though they're all kind of running 17 seconds away from each other. So it's, it's exciting. One thing that was interesting, you know, now that we're closing in on the playoffs is the cut line significantly changed after Pocono and not necessarily the drivers that are in or out but the gap between 16th and 17th changed a lot between going into Pocono and leaving Pocono Travis what what do the points look like uh so McDowell is 16th and uh yeah uh, by how Alm- many points Almendinger is back by 17 okay where's how many points ahead is Bubba uh Bubba's got is he 34 and 17, and then, uh... I wish you had a show 20, sheet. 27. I wish you had a show sheet. 27. To 27. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Bubba plus 27. McDowell plus 17. AJ minus 17. Suarez minus 23. Gibbs minus 28. Bowman's mi- Bowman. Bowman. Bowman minus 46. Chase is back 56. Cindric back 60. Versus going into the race, it was like a matter of single digits. I mean, it was like points. one point was the yeah. cutoff. I mean, like yeah. two races ago, I think Suarez was in, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then Actually, yeah, I think he, he might have been last, he had he some issues. last week. Or I think he was one point out. He was definitely, I, I know Bubba and McDowell, that was unchanged yeah. after Pocono. They were been still one point in. Out. I think he might have been one but point But yeah, out. Suarez has dropped throughout the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, the wreck last week didn't help. No, so. yeah. Uh, out of this list... By the time we get to the end of Daytona, what do you guys see as the final two spots? Because at this point, we can assume Harvick, Kislowski, Busher, those guys are probably safe. They're ahead by so many points, they're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So really, we're looking at spots 15 and yeah, 16 so around the playoffs. Busher's up by 111, so yeah, that's not... I mean, he, he'll be relatively so close to locking that. in. Um, I think Bubba stays in. I think so. I don't. You don't? You don't? No. You think he, he loses 27 points? Okay. I I, he, I think I know the reasoning, but I yeah. want to hear what you have because to say. Because here's why. And I think it's going to go into our next topic, too. You have two road courses, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. AJ Allmendinger is going to go all out for one of those. And I, don't, I don't know if he wins, but if he does, there's one spot. And Bubba gets knocked to the cutoff line. And then I think Chase Elliott and Ty Gibbs are running too well to not. I don't know if Chase is going to make up those points. Chase has to win, in my opinion. He does. I do. I believe that. But so, where do you think the cutoff is of drivers that can't point their way in? Oh, so do you think like, so, like after Suarez? 
I do you think, think Gibbs can point his way in? Gibbs is 28 back. If you don't think Bubba can make it, if you think Bubba's going to lose 27 points, I think you can gain 27 I points. I think it's Ty Gibbs at 19, 28 back. That's, so you, that's yeah, how much that's you can the, make that's up. Because 46 you can is, like a, is like basically a, a race. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a lot of points. So Bowman or anybody back further, they have to they have to win to get in, you're I saying? I think so. I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. But I, I think, you know, like an Almendinger, we keep talking about him being great at road court, but like, He's got these other courses where Bubba can make up, add you know, add to that lead. I don't think Bubba's good enough on row courses. No, but what I'm saying is the other. He's got the other courses that he can cushion himself. Yeah, but this is so. I think Michigan's one race. Yeah, but Daytona's the other. Daytona's such a wild card. Bubba might be able to sneak that one in. I just, I don't know. I think there's going to be one guy that gets in on points. If that, I think there's a couple winners here. Yeah, well, I mean, Daytona's Kislowski a freaking wild card. I'm already saying Kozlowski and Busher are in, so I'm not yeah. even counting them. But uh, Daytona opens the door up for so much, but I think now that we've talked more about it, AJ being minus 17 at the cut line, he's got two road courses ahead of him. AJ is an immaculate road course driver. Um, I think I'm going to put AJ in. You know what AJ has to hate? SVG racing in the Indy road course. Another threat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I don't think I don't think Shane Van Gisbergen. Wait, is it Ginsburg or Gisbergen? Gisbergen, right? SVG. I, I think Ginsburg. SVG. Is a, uh, I've heard both, is, uh, and I can't remember. Now else. I'm tripping myself up. <laughs> yeah. SVG. I don't think SVG does what he did in Chicago. No, but it's just another car out there that is talented on a road course. And so, if you're Almendinger and you're known as one of the road course guys, you're like the last thing I want is another guy out there that is good on a road course. To yeah, threaten. but if you're AJ Almendinger and you're the best, then if you beat the whole field, you beat the whole field. Yeah, no matter but, who's but in. I'm saying is that's just one more car that he has to deal with. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think SVG will be as big of a threat as he was in Chicago. Um, but I don't know. Indy road course can be. Uh, can he survive turn one? Yeah, it can be wild. <laughs> I think part of. Chicago's his was nobody was ever on that track before. I think AJ exactly. was one at that track. As I think he's still like got we advantage. know so much about Indy. We can run sim at Indy. We can run you know all these drivers have run laps there. Yeah. Um, I think that does not play as well into SVG's hands because I mean you look at Chicago. That was truly like an even playing field. For anyone to be able to come in, you have as much experience as the next guy. Um, but Travis, I, I think I heard this on Dirty Mode You guys talk about the odds on SVG at Indy Road Course are going to be. It's going to be so because yeah. of, because of him winning and people knowing that he road course, and then also he's just like the fun, cool bet. Like you ain't going to get good odds on him. No, he's going to get he's going to get a Chase Elliott treatment with how he gets treated because of all the fans. But the cha- the Chase thing is interesting. Like. He hasn't really sh- like shown anything where I'm like I think he can win one. He, I mean, can he? Yes, but he was down 60 and he gained four points at Pocono. Like I'm pretty sure that's all he gained yeah. in one race. Like that's yeah. and and it's not like he's gaining four points on the top of the point standings against like Truex or guys like Byron. It's against you know bubble drivers that in theory Chase Elliott should be outrunning, and he's only gaining four points. Yeah. Like. Do you think they've they've gone on like I could still point my way in strategy? That's another thing. That could be one of those situations where maybe he only gained four points because they were going for the win. Yeah. 
points don't matter for Chase Elliott at this point I anymore. Think, I, I, I think, think so. the yeah. ship has sailed. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I know Denny and Dale and some other people were, th- were saying that they thought he could point his way in. I think that ship has sailed. No. He, he has to win, and you wonder the pressure. You've got two Hendrick cars that are on the outside massively looking the way in. So you wonder what the pressure is like for them. Do you see any life out of Alex Bowman? I haven't. No. This kind of past forgotten week was about. probably his best run since coming back, and he ends up crashing, and it, it doesn't turn out. The finish isn't what he wanted. Where was he running before that? He was ta- yeah, I think he was fighting he was for the top there, five. Yeah, because really? he was, yeah. Denny was right behind him, remember, because he thought Denny hit him. Like, I feel like I haven't heard from Alex Bowman in a while. You haven't, no. He said about, you know, uh, Chicago Road Course, Denny got into him. Uh, and then recently, <laughs> that's when that's the last time I heard about Alex. And Bowman. then recently, Bowman <laughs> just the crash. Bowman got loose and took Denny out, and then he got loose again this week behind Denny. So you know he's that's the thing is these DNFs are what kill your chances. Yeah. What are what's what's the schedule we have moving forward? I did not put that on the sheet, but Travis, maybe you can pull that up. Rich, we got we've Richmond, got Richmond, Michigan. Michigan. Indy Road Course. Indy Road Course. Watkins Glen. And Daytona. And then roll the dice on Daytona. Honestly, besides Richmond, all those are all kind of wild cards. Those races. are all wild cards. Yeah. Yeah. I I think if Chase is going to win a race, I think it's it's either Watkins Glen or Michigan's Yeah, you got to remember, shot. Watkins Glen, he's freaking good at. Yeah. I mean, he got his first career win there. Um, and, and Chase is almost branded as this road course driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that that I think is his best shot, like yeah. you said. Or Michigan's usually a good strategy track, you know, fuel strategy, fuel mileage, stuff like that. You could roll the dice there, you know. That's what's interesting, and I bet NASCAR did this on purpose. Like we're gonna get all the wild cards at the end of the season. It's a good four to lead into the playoffs mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this on DBC, and we'll probably uh, put this YouTube video out within the next uh, couple of days, just because this is on the top of my mind. How much do you guys care about the regular season championship? Um, I had it until I uh, realized the 15 points that come with it. Yeah. I'll be honest. I think I would care about it more if it was, like, publicized more in the media. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. That was DBC's point. Not really. It's not, it's not discussed. It's not. No. It's not discussed. And I, I, I get it. Like to get into the playoffs is a little bit more exciting than just winning the regular season championship. But they don't talk about it enough. I just feel like it's weird that we're calling it a championship, but it helps you for the playoffs. And it, like, I don't know. It's just like a weird trophy to me. It's just and like I best record. In, yeah. In the NFL, you get home field advantage. It'd be that's, one th- that's really all it, it if, is. If you if the only thing you got out of it was a title and that nothing really helped you in the playoffs, I could see why it's get, it's forgotten. But yeah. there's a lot that helps yeah. you in the, pl- the playoffs, so why don't we talk about I it? I also feel like we are too liberal and just giving away points. I feel like there's too many opportunities for playoff points out there. Oh, see, I think we should I – I, I think I mentioned it the other day. If you win the poll, get a point. Oh, jeez. Travis is giving away points. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it gets so... What I loved about the playoff format before we started carrying over playoff points and we before we made this playoff point thing a big deal was that points reset at the end of each round and it was genuinely an arms race for those three races, even field, and like it created, I feel like, a lot more drama now than when a driver like, say, William Byron 
or Truex, honestly, either one of them wins the regular season championship, man, they can lock in before the last race of every round. That, to me, isn't super exciting. Like, I wish I wish there was a different opportunity okay. to make it just a little bit more even. So, I hear you, and I actually agree with that. So, let's take the, uh, the poll where I said points. Make that regular season points. So that you're making qualifying even a little more exciting. That that I think could be interesting. Sure. Just regular season points. Like so, almost like awarding it like stage so, points. Yeah. Stage points. Like finishing fifth in a stage. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Help build some excitement for, you know, that broadcast there on Saturday whenever it is. I think that would make it interesting and especially if we played up the regular season championship a little bit more, like man, Trex starting on pole, that's gonna be huge for the regular season championship, you know, implications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just feel I feel like it's weird calling it a championship when all you're doing is being the top point guy at the end of the regular season, but we're focused so much on the playoffs yeah. and like I don't know, I just feel weird calling it a championship. I was gonna say, it's just strange. I, I think okay you should. I think you should focus. It should just be called the number one seed. Like right. It, I'm kind of comparing it to football and baseball and all that stuff, but like you get conference champions. And I'm okay yeah, calling. I'm like, okay like doing yeah. that. Yeah, but Calling when you get to the seating. playoffs, like I think that's you start that championship war kind of comes out there a little bit. I do think easier. that to your point though, you know, Truex and Byron are basically you know, whoever wins regular season has got their elite eight spot mm-hmm. booked, and even who, the, whoever doesn't is still got a a leg up on everybody. And so I do think you should be rewarded for a, an amazing regular season, but maybe knock it down a little bit so you you know. That you're not be able just to walk to the Elite Eight. Like, I think this is how my ideal playoff format would go, and I told you guys this a few days ago. Uh, I'm good. Give them, give them as much points as you want, like we're doing now, into the first round. But those points don't carry over. So, you know, if Truex has 35 playoff points by the time we roll into the first race of the playoffs – he doesn't get to carry 35 points into the next round. He gets to carry five if he wins a race in the first round or one if he wins a stage. That's that's what I think should carry over because I think you're still being rewarded for the playoff points that you get in the next round, but it's not an absurd amount to where it makes it a little less exciting. There's a little less to question because as it, it doesn't matter... I. I'll say this. In the past, it doesn't matter who the driver was. Whoever had the most points in the playoffs, I was hoping they had trouble the first race just to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they DNF the first race, put them back on even playing field just because I want that type of excitement. I feel like when we um, dilute the field so much with these playoff points, it just takes a little bit of that excitement away once yeah. we get to a cutoff race. I think they're trying to... Be like, oh well, Truex has been fast to make all year. It fair. He deserves to get to the final four. But I don't, I don't believe in that because how many times in baseball, especially, do you see the wild card, the team that had to bite their way in down the stretch, just keep playing well, and when they win the World Series, and the best record team, the team that won 110 games, right. never makes it out of the first round. It, that, but like, you should not get rewarded that deep. I'm with you right. for your regular season performance. It's almost like now we're doing this to make. We're trying to. This is the best compromise I feel like NASCAR has for the ultra classic race fans who want a full season, 36 races, no playoffs, 
best of the points wins the championship versus the complete opposite polar end of that is let's do a playoff almost March Madness style, you know, one game at a time type of series. And this is how we merge it. So, all right, if you're good throughout the season, it'll increase your chances of being good at the end, but we're still going to have this exciting playoff format. I just feel like when we went to this playoff format, we kind of went in on it, and I feel like now we're kind of going back. I'm like, if we're going to go in, let's go in on it. Mm-hmm. Let's not do this halfway in between type of thing mm-hmm. in terms of the format. That's how I've always felt. Uh, I, I personally don't have a problem with how this playoff format works right now. Yeah. Because I think the final race is exciting. Andrew Curlin for NASCAR commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the playoff points. If, the, if, if you ask, you know, everyone asks the question, like, oh, you're president of NASCAR for one day. What's the first thing you do? I think that would be the top of my list. Is let's let's change how we divvy up playoff points in the playoffs. I'd punish Kyle Larson for hitting Denny under. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who ever touches Denny Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the the bubble battle and and trying to race your way in, AJ's racing at Road America this weekend in the Xfinity Series on Saturday, which means well he's racing in both. Right, right. He's racing in the Cup race, and he's currently the first guy not in the playoffs. Is this a smart move? Because he'll be starting last at Richmond. He'll uh, he'll have to work his way up. He's gonna and and he he's not all that too. Question: Where do you think it, had he qualified? Where do you think he would? I don't even think it's that. I think it's he's even just missing out on track time. That's a significant thing too. He's gonna so what, show he's, up he's on missing, Sunday and be on, behind. He's missing out on twenty minutes of practice. Yeah, but. I mean, he can't get the car dialed. They're going to have someone someone practice in the car. Right. All I'm saying is, if you are committed to making the playoffs, is this the best move to go and race on a road course? Let me ask you this. Or does he feel that confident about the rest of the schedule? Where do you think he would start if he qualified? (sighs) The reason I ask is if he's only going to get a few spots up, why not go Road America, potentially win a race? But what does winning Road America do for trying to make the cup series playoffs does nothing oh there's nothing it's but it series. still brings doesn't bring anything here's what Not to that but what i'm saying though is if he's gonna start the rear but if he qualified and he's seven spots up is it i i just think and it's this is more of a big picture commitment argument that i'm making sure okay you look at it he might not gain a whole lot of spots in qualifying Practice might not be that long, but man, if you are 100% committed to getting this is this is colleagues right now best shot at making the playoffs. Is it the best decision to miss practice or miss qualifying, even though it might not make a difference in the race? If you're going for it, put all your resources towards it. Why are we doing this half weekend type of thing? That's my that's my thing. Well, it goes back to what I said. He's got two row courses that they know right. That so he's t- going to be fast. So it's like, are you that confident? So he's in there. I mean, 17 points, I don't think it's a ton to make up, but in there, he's also made up a ton of points the past five weeks. So I think in their mind, they're saying they might still think we have, we get a win at one of these two races. It that means nothing. And, you know, that team, they like to win. So I think for AJ, winning yeah, that, like the winning that race could just give him a confidence boost the next, what, two weeks they go to Indy and be like, oh, I'm going to go to Indy and win it now. You know, instead of. Instead of like, you know, Travis is saying he's starting seven spots further than what he probably would be or whatever. Richmond's probably not his best track. It's probably also like, all right, yeah, I'll skip half a weekend. I don't mind that. And plus, he's still going to race and have a shot 
to at making points up. make up points. So yeah. I don't think it's a total loss, but I think they're putting all their eggs in, in the road courses, uh, knowing that's their best shot to win. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that's – and that could exactly be their strategy. This is what AJ said. He said, some people won't understand it, but at the end of the day, we don't care. This is what we want to do in terms of racing. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and one person, I'm trying to find his tweet, uh, Jeff Gluck, <laughs> quote tweet said, I don't understand it with the hand raised emoji. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I'm probably in the minority, but I'm saying, like, I don't think that the. So instead, he's going to start the end instead of call it 28th, wherever you want to call it, 27th. And he loses out on 20 minutes of practice. I know, I, but again, that's not the point I'm arguing. It's more of, but how, so, but can you? St- you can still be all in. Not sure, if you're not, not there on Saturday. You're not practicing, but like, someone's gonna be in the car, so they can do. They, it's not gonna be a total waste. I always find it weird that someone else practices your car and you expect it to be race ready, just because everyone's driving style is different. Yeah, you can dial it into what that driver thinks is gonna be best, but. How do you know that that's going to be what's best for AJ? Yeah. So Derek Krause is qualifying practicing. I'm car. pretty sure. Correct. Yeah. And Correct. he does yeah. simulator work for them. I'm curious to see if behind the scenes he they know helps he has... with AJ or works with AJ enough to where he knows what AJ is looking for. And that's why. Because I think that was a weird decision to me, putting a guy who's never raced in a next-gen car to go yeah. do this like instead how of maybe is, getting How is he supposed to know what's good for it? Yeah, exactly. So that's the weirder part to me, which makes me like be like, okay, that's the weird but decision. But then again, who are you going to have to do it? Yeah. I mean, like everybody like, else is at Road America. They if it were use. me, if it were me, and if I'm going to have a truck driver do it, why not have Carson Hosevar practice your car, colleague? You know? Yeah, I don't know. It. Here's it's just an idea. Here's another thing is... Uh, Think about the the sponsorships that they're gonna get with the Road of America too, and all the airtime. So like, I think it's those kinds of things that you're thinking about. They can make some sponsors happy, and they're gonna get a lot of airtime on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those deals where we probably don't know the whole situation, what if, and the what benefits. If, what if that's the, a good point? What if somehow he won both? I don't think that's miracle happen. happens. What's the what are the odds on that? I mean, the odds for him to win are. <laughs> I was putting together my. But to sheet. win I both, gotta, I got to pull him up. He's probably the favorite for Xfinity now. Um, at at uh, Road yeah, America, correct. probably. I pulled up, but I was because I was working on the sheet for Dream Modell. But yeah. By the way, I'm very glad the Xfinity Series is still racing at Road America. I love that track. Dude. It's a it's a very and the fans there are committed. It's a it's a good environment, good atmosphere. It's a great track if you've never been i would check it out i'd put it on your bucket list it's long isn't it yeah it's huge yeah speaking yeah. of uh long but go back to pocono for a second when uh denny took the lead but hadn't taken the white yet that track is so long i'm like i'm oh. like just waiting like come on take the white get there like the no caution stretch, no caution like it's just so damn long you could probably land an airplane on the front stretch easily i think it's only like three thousand feet is that enough to I don't know. I think you could. Emergency landing, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in crisis mode, maybe. In crisis mode. (laughs) If you're flying over Poconos and you're, you know, it's going down, I would would look for the tricky triangle. Speaking of uh, that, (laughs) one of the other things we didn't discuss, what did you make of NASCAR's caution at the end of the race? Um... 
I feel like NASCAR does caution rules differently when it uh, comes down to the end of the race. They're always going to try to get a green flag finish. I, I don't have anything wrong with how uh, how that ended up working out. I uh, I think had it not been Pocono, um, it, they probably would have called it. But because of that, uh, they did. Yeah. But it was so wide. Like, they had time. Brian Priest's car was moving. They were going to give it a chance. They were going to let him race. Yeah, I think if you call a caution immediately – you get more backlash than what you what you did because he had so much time to get that car going. He was trying. He did get it going. It seemed like a little bit. Yeah. And it installed again. So I think they played it perfectly. Yeah. That's you're correct. That's another thing. How many times have we heard they threw that caution so fast? Why'd they do that? So it's like they're in a kind of a spot where it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Plus the day before there was like a piece of sheet metal and they let it go yeah which i thought was more egregious i thought that was definitely yeah worse and luckily they they did call it eventually because there was like three more crashes on the on the uh back stretch or whatever but yeah so i think sunday they called it perfect like that's what you had to do and and fans are going to be upset because you know larson was running second they wanted an opportunity to get another restart see if you know the fan favorite larson could beat denny but if the roles were reversed, he wasn't running second then. Was he not? No, because oh. he he was dro- no, he, he was like a he rock. was dropping he like a rock. It was like true X and Reddick. It or. was more of fans wanted Denny to lose, and that's why they were upset with that. If the roles were reversed, it would be a completely different. That's reaction, it too. I, feel like. I don't really think the finish came down. They were side by side battling it out. Yeah, it I mean, like it was Denny a clear was, lead. It was going to take some for Denny to happen. Yeah. I would have loved to see. It play out, but and it was I like, pretty much predetermined. And I like when NASCAR does that, when you know for fact they're not going to be able to make it around to the end of the line, but they at least wait to put the caution out to when we know it's not going to be a judgment call. It's kind of like you have a clear winner. I And they've done a good job with that. I feel like the last this season there have been a few instances of that, and they've allowed the race to play out enough to where it was kind of out of NASCAR's hands. There's a clear leader. We didn't have to go back to replay to see who won the race. You got two guys sitting there waiting to, to see who gets to do the burnouts. Like They've done a good job of avoiding that situation of not knowing who won the race because they call the caution. You know? I agree. So um, we're about to wrap up, um, but I didn't forget. Oh boy! Um, so that's a that's such a weird way to tee up. So like, the other day, the transitions are so good. I made the comment I earlier forget. today about somebody <laughs> ate a pack of peanut butter crackers, and I said, "I think he ate it in like two minutes." And Andrew goes, "That's nothing." I go, "The and hell I, it is nothing." Like, yeah, that's fast. Tim's, what do you think? I think. I think that's pretty tough. It's like the saltine challenge. Like I think it's your mouth's gonna get so like, dry. And we talked about this before before we went live. That I think I normally eat the, this this package of peanut yeah, butter but crackers in, in under two minutes. So I'll I feel from, like I normally do that with no water. With no water. So I'm gonna time you from. The, I <laughs> doubt you don't take a sip of something. So from the second that I'll let you open it up. Once you go to put the first one in is when I'm starting the timer. We're doing this. Also, can y'all can y'all talk through? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll call play by play. I feel like it's just gonna be weird if I'm just eating, and there's no. I'll be Rick, I'll be Rick Allen, minutes. and you can be Dale. Please chew into the mic. <laughs> can I, I got, get a? Can I get a? Is there an in game here? Like, what's happening if you finish the crackers in under two minutes? He gets he gets my respect. That's pretty. But good. yeah, hold on. Hmm. What do I? I don't get anything. What do you want? I'll I'll how about this? Bucks. 
I'll buy you. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy you. I'll buy you lunch next week. If I can get it. Yeah. Oh heck yeah! Wait, do I have to buy you lunch if I don't get it? Uh, n- no. I, my satisfaction is enough. You have to bring in donuts again. Oh man, that's basically like buying lunch. Yeah. Because yeah. no one eats them. Because <laughs> no one eats them. I brought in donuts for DBC three hundred, and it was it was so difficult to get people to want to eat donuts. It was amazing. I, I yeah. love donuts. So I'm gonna take one for the team. I'll buy you lunch if you do it. If not, you you have to bring in some donuts. All right. Deal. Deal. All right. Deal. This is not even a shake. So this is like, not a real deal. It's on huh? air. We don't. I'm kind of nervous. You should be. I don't know why. Feel like uh, Joey Chestnut here. Ready? No, I'm gonna Hold wait. On. This is hard to open. Yeah, I'm not. Ti- I'm not start. I'm not starting the timer until, and we can go back to instant replay if need be. Does he have to show you his mouth when he's done? Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he can't just be chip monking it. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm violently allergic to peanut butter. Don't <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you have All a strategy? Right. Set. We're off and running. There's the first one. No strategy. Yeah, he is way too confident. He didn't admit. Travis, if you turn your timer towards the camera, we can cut to it here. Like, he's he looks like he's struggling. He's already worried about the time. He doesn't have one down. He's laughing. I see a he's got a crumb on his pant leg. The man's falling apart at the seams. Someone should do an average of what he needed to eat, like how much time he needed to have one down. He needed one every uh, 20 seconds. I'm going to have to start doubling up. He just needed one every 20 seconds. You're, thir- you're not. Is <laughs> he's going to try to double up. This man has got crumbs falling. We're at 40 seconds. He's laughing. It's over. Go, 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 go. He's got one I down. He has one down. Guys. Also, the pressure's on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Guys. You can thank me when you have donuts next week. What time are we at? We're at uh, a minute. <laughs> he is struggling. All right, he's almost got I two think down. Got, wait, I think he's on his third. Third in his hand. I gotta go, right? I you, mean, you gotta go. You gotta start failing. Just, just keep chewing. Come on, Andrew. Come on, Andrew. He's Andrew, not gonna make you it. Got, you oh, need to start bird. chewing, boy. <laughs> Come on, what a man. failure, man! You got no strategy. You made it so. Like you have no competitive eating skills at all. <laughs> <laughs> you were chewing like it's a regular Sunday drive, man. Can you count us down? When One we get thirty. To like yeah, I'll count down. Choke. Don't choke. Nah, he's got three. He's I'm going on four. He's got four. Twenty. Now with that attitude, you got twenty seconds. You can Go, do it. Get them all in there. Go for it. The comments are eating you alive. Both of them in. Fit Just them all in there. In. You can do it. Go for it. Oh, oh Angie, not no <laughs> effort at all, Eight, man. Seven, six, five. Four, three, mm. two. You were such a failure, Man, I You know, you didn't change up your strategy at all. You just kept eating. <laughs> and I feel like you should have just chewed a little faster. You got you four. Four and crumbs we're everywhere. Gonna, we're going to head to the comment section for a um, moment here. Yeah, what are the comments? What's YouTube saying? Uh, weak sauce. <laughs> 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 they at first were checking the lines in Vegas uh, to see if they could get a last-minute prop bet. Uh, Cheap. Yeah. No, no, I feel like I faith, normally eat it with faith. water. Can you eat one cracker in 20 seconds? Yeah. You didn't. You ate it in like he 35 didn't, seconds. He didn't. There was so much more peanut butter than I thought there was going to be. You weren't even close. That was killing me. He didn't really rush. I, I'll be honest. I thought, I thought it was – I feel like if I put too much pressure on 
on it I think than we, I would have. I just feel like uh, normally if you know you're behind, you'd kind of speed <laughs> up, you'd try something else. You just kept eating like normal, <laughs> which was a wild a, decision for me. That's a crew chief problem there. <laughs> yeah. We need Can to I eat one in 20 seconds? Is that the new bet? No, we're not no. making a bet. You <laughs> lost. No, no, you have failed. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's what Dustin's asking. Are you asking double or nothing here? I mean, yeah, that, that, that's the cumulative total of six crackers, 20 seconds. And don't per, bring no uh, – Oh, I see what and you And no strawberry-filled donuts that Buck you bring Man, in. Like, Buckman 840 bring says in the Bears have a better donuts. chance of getting to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the, the Bears have a better chance? Yeah. I thought I could do better than that. Well, we'll have to bring Brandon in and see if he can do it. What, what other foods we should try and do? Are this? you sure, by the way, it D- was in two minutes? Dude, house them. I thought he put a vacuum switch on. Things were gone. I don't know. After that experience, I don't know. I don't, I don't like you doubting him. I'm starting to think you're just a slow eater. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think you're just a slow eater. Oh, I think you got a challenger in here, Micah. Tim, can you eat this in 20 seconds? <laughs> I don't like that. I've got a so box you don't like upstairs, them? so they we seem unhealthy. You don't like peanut butter crackers? Can you eat, can you eat one of these in 20 seconds? No. Uh, one? Probably yeah. one. All right. Let's try it. I mean, but that's... You got the timer? Yeah, I think I can. I don't know. I'm, that's why I didn't. I'm a, I'm warmed up now. Maybe that's it. Maybe I that's went in racing. cold. Are you like, ready? Yeah. You got a timer ready, Tim's? Three. Yeah. Oh shoot! Hold on. Three, Start it. Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> Ten seconds. Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. Just swallow, man. Five, four. Three, two, one, <laughs> time. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <didn't> like, <laughs> I never said I could. Hey, Ben. <laughs> so dry. You should have thought about this beforehand. Joey Chestnut is the best athlete in the world. Yes. <laughs> they just proved that. What was his record? Uh, I think he's got like 73 hot hot dogs in 10 minutes. Also, can I say? Yeah. It doesn't help. When I hear all of you guys back there being like, nah, he's got no shit. Like, like just like talking amongst yourselves. You gotta yourselves. have that dog in you, Dude, they all just <laughs> block out the noise. They all could have been positive and you weren't getting there. I believed in you the whole time. Yeah, I they, thought we were about to get a cracker sponsor here at Junior Motorsports. <laughs> no. No. Lance is I think about that to, took about like 35 seconds. The Lance reps are calling me right that was now. dry. Yeah, I know. It's dry. I know, but see, that's, I told you. I. Okay, just I'm just I trying to defend one. myself now. The I'm comments, walking myself back. The comments are saying, yeah, we're definitely not getting a Lance sponsorship <laughs> anytime soon. Um, we, it'd be nice if we got like a Ritz Crack I, sponsorship. Yeah. Not after this. Not <laughs> after those this. Those ones, all those are good. But I think we're good now, right? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Not unless you let, got more food. Let, leave in the comments what the next food challenge should be. <laughs> I think we should try and do something like that. Hard-boiled eggs. That Have was you, the first wait, hold on. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you? You've never had sushi, correct? Oh. We gotta bring in sushi for yeah. Travis. I'm new to sushi too, so really, yeah, I've never had sushi. So maybe next time, that's what we need. We need Dale and Mike to do a dirty mo live, and I just sit here, <laughs> no context, and just eat sushi and don't tell Dale and don't. Yeah, it's like what do you you? And then let's get rid of the mic too. You're just sitting there eating, like no one knows why you're there. Well, now yeah. everybody but minus Dale. Yeah. and Or Mike, too. Yeah. Yeah. But let, let us know. Comment. All right. Well, I guess I'm going and getting, bringing more donuts in. Hey, welcome, uh, team. Can you shotgun a beer in 20 seconds? Me? Probably Travis. Not. Um, 
What do you ask? Can you shotgun a beer in 20 seconds? It's been a while since I shotgunned. Oof. I mean, if it was, I know I could bong a beer, but it's, it's been so long since I have. Well, uh, let's see it. I know. Maybe I'm later. Not, Maybe in the future. I'm not good at, like, whenever I get iced or, it's like, I'm not good at, don't, don't you dare ice That's me. That's what we have back here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday, Andrew? It's actually next week. <laughs> well, I know what next week's Super Bowl Live will be. I saw it pretty good. I'm not, I'm, I'm not showing up. I'm just going to call out. <laughs> I can't. I won't. A dude hit a Smirnoff ice inside of a burrito. Just like, you know, there were no there was no meat. It was just a Smirnoff Ooh. ice, and they served it to him at the restaurant. That's Dang. Good. Yeah. My, uh, my roommate for his 21st birthday, uh, my other roommate tried to he got a six pack of Smirnoff ices and mm-hmm. he iced them six times throughout the night. Yeah. Hey, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's how it goes. Welcome to the show. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways. All right. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I'll see you later on Dirty Mo Live. Peace out. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.